Hello, and welcome to Cavancast. This festive special of Cavancast. The second festive special of Cavancast. Well, look at that. Wow. That's kind of crazy. It's sort of taken till now for me to... for it to suddenly hit me that I'm making a second one of these. I mean, I know I've already done like an, ooh, I've done a year. Woo, Cavancast, yay. But like the festive episode is like, it's like a thing. Like a, like a thing thing. <laughs> Feels more punctuated and, um, yeah. It's like a, you, you, you have definitely been here over a year. Crazy. I'm happy I stuck with it. Um, it's shown me. I've grown more than anything and built a bit more of a reputation with myself because everything I've tried to stick to in the past ended up veering off into the void somewhere, along with all the socks that I've lost over time. <laughs> so yeah, it's nice to it's nice to have stuck to it, and it's uh, honestly more than anything, it's messages from you guys saying how much it's helped and. Um, even though this conversation isn't a back and forth, the the love is definitely back and forth. And I feel that, and I hope you do too. So, yeah, man. Anyway, I hope you're well. Lovely to be here. I hope you're having a good festive season. And if it's a difficult time for you, then you can hang out here for a bit. And you can chill and take a little break from it, just for a little while. Mind you, even if it is a even if it is a good time, you might still need a break. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. And there's this pressure to be happy because it's, you know, it's Christmas or it's Hanukkah or it's Diwali, and it's all supposed to be light. Is it Hanukkah? Hanukkah. Do we say Hanukkah in the UK? Or is it still Hanukkah? Hanukkah. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, it, it's supposed to be all light and bright, and sometimes it's just not. Um, we're just not. And that's okay. Um, don't feel like you can't take some time to be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. Give yourself permission to feel these things without letting like the, the pseudo-obligation of the world in. Don't let the man get you down, man. In this case, the man is Santa Claus. <laughs> I love how I'm like a few minutes in and I'm saying, if you want to feel like crap, you feel like crap. Don't be happy. Happiness is overrated. Feel bad. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. Speaking of um, festive vibes, though, basically, okay. So this um, this festive episode, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk. There's a, I'm gonna talk about a couple of things, and then I'm gonna read a festive story, and it's gonna be very chill. Like Christmas is all like plans, 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 and like organization, and I kind of don't want to do that. I just want to sit and just, just talk, and just let my mind run a bit and just let this be a really chill kind of like step away from all of that this may not be that long an episode because life is crazy at the moment and um 
so I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk, and then um, there's gonna be a little poem story thing that you probably all know, but I'm gonna give you a reading of it, and it'll just be nice. Yeah, sound good. Okay. So as I was saying, um, I went to Berlin um, for the first time, very last minute. My friend said to me, "Do you want to come to Berlin for a weekend?" to see the Christmas markets in Berlin. And I said, Christmas markets? And they said, you don't know about the Christmas markets? They're not American. You don't know about the Christmas markets? Like I, like I was like Jack Skellington for who, before he discovered Christmas Town. Like I, there was this whole world that I knew nothing about to do with Christmas. Um, but I was like, no. And they were like, okay, we're going. And I was like, okay. And, uh, you can see from that I'm I'm totally not easily persuaded. I'm I'm very stubborn. That's clear. No, I was just like, yeah, okay, let's go. Because um, I, I haven't been away. I haven't been I haven't been out of the country in five years, and the flights were cheap. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's just let's just go. So we went to Berlin, and it was really cold. <laughs> it was like minus eight or minus nine or something stupid like that, and. Um, do you know what? It actually made it so much better because when we went to those Christmas markets, the cold made it feel so much more Christmassy and romantic. It was so good. And I, I had no idea how famous these Christmas markets in Berlin were, are, is, am. But now, having been there, I can see why. I don't often feel that Christmassy anymore, um, but these markets made me feel like I was in a Hallmark movie. It was crazy. There were so many amazing smells that filled the air, so many cool trinkets. I didn't buy anything, and I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so much amazing food and amazing drink, and the art was amazing too. And I think... I don't know, man... <laughs> There's a different attitude in Berlin compared to over here in the UK where everyone feels a little bit more open. I knew like the tiniest bit of German as well, so that kind of helped people be like a bit more forgiving when they when they saw I was trying to make an effort. Like, hello. <laughs> ich bin Englisch. Ich verstehe nur ein bisschen Deutsch. That means I can understand a little bit of German. <laughs> but um, yeah, random words from like when I learned it in school just came into my head. And that was nice, you know, like it's nice when you can kind of connect with people like that. But anyway, um, yeah, the overall vibe that was in the air because of all that made it feel way more Christmassy as well. Um, there's like 20 of these markets, apparently. So we only went to a few and then we ended up in like an Irish bar for some reason which we only went in to use the toilet and ended up staying there for like three hours because there was a band on. Um, I think the World Cup had just finished. Just so vibes, really. I love that. Oh, what did you do in Berlin, Germany for the first time? Oh, we went to an Irish bar. Great, great. Sehr gut, Kevin, sehr gut. That means very good, sarcastically. In German. Also went ice skating, uh, which I can still do, apparently. That was fun. 
I didn't fall over once this time. Normally I'd, normally I'd always fall over, but I didn't do that this time. Makes a difference to when I went when I was younger and my girlfriend at the time ran over my finger with her ice skate when I fell over, which subsequently killed the nail on my middle finger and made it go totally black. So I just had this one permanently emo finger. Every time I looked at my finger, it was like, when I was a young boy, my girlfriend, she ran over my finger. Uh. Also, there's a mashup of um, Black Parade and All I Want for Christmas is You going around. So I highly recommend looking that up. And I have to say, I have to be honest, it was my fault. I was trying to slap her bottom, which I failed in doing and then fell over, and she turned around to see if I was okay, and ran across my finger. Sorry. Equal blame. You know, I only watched the, um, I only watched the Grinch for the first time the other day, which is terrible, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, um, yeah, that came into my head because I was thinking of bottoms, and, bear with me, and what came into my head was a TikTok that I saw of a meet and greet with the Grinch, at Universal Studios, which are amazing, by the way. Um, and someone went up to him and showed him like a lewd photo of himself, like turning around and like showing his bunda. And his reaction was like, where did you get that? Nobody else was supposed to see that. It was very good, very good. Um, yeah, I, I ended up on Grinch TikTok and I... Uh, I felt kind of shameful that I was enjoying all this content without even watching the film. So I watched it with a friend a little while ago, and it's amazing. Of course it is. Of course it is. I think that's I think that's it now. I think I've seen all the main Christmas films. I also really do enjoy Hallmark movies. Like, they let me know I can feel something. <laughs> that thing might be cringe, but it's still a feeling. Nonetheless, nonetheless is a strange term, thinking about it. Why is, why is it called nonetheless? According to Etym Online, Etymology Online, nice, the word nonetheless was used starting in the year 1839 and has three words, none-the-less. Okay, by 1930 it was contracted into one word. The word none is a pronoun that don't just explain what these words mean to me. <laughs> That's literally what it's doing. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. This word and the cognates of it exist across many different languages. None was used as an adverb since the 1650s uh, and an adjective since 1600. The word less comes from the Old English less, meaning less. Thank you for stating the obvious. Thank you very much, Etim Online. Uh, so basically, it means to to not make less of what was just said. Like it doesn't disregard it. Okay, sorry about that. That just, it felt weird um, in my head and I wanted to know what it meant. And this podcast is a stream of consciousness, so you're going to deal with it, okay? I like to talk about the Grinch for like 30 seconds and I turn into an asshole. I need my heart to grow. Um, right, I should probably talk about some Christmassy stuff, right? Or some, like, festive stuff. Um, 
I am going to be the random word generator for today. And I'm going to talk about reindeer. Technically, it's a random Christmas word. Technically, I'm a random word generator. But then, is anything we create truly random? Or is it pre-programmed? Was it always meant to be this way? Do we have free will? So reindeer live in the Arctic tundra. (laughs) And damp forests of Greenland, Scandinavia, Russia, Alaska, and Canada. In North America, reindeer are known as caribou. I did not know that. I did not know caribou and reindeer were the same thing. Reindeers? No, reindeer, right? Like sheep. Yeah, okay. I also thought, um, this is going to sound really bad. Uh, I also thought reindeer lived in rainforests when I was really young. Which is really bad because I took the piss out of my friend for thinking that tigers laid striped eggs and I thought reindeers came from rainforests. Who was I to judge? But yeah, I was, um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like completely disregarding the cold thing. I just thought reindeer, rainforests, like, I wondered why everyone was spelling it wrong as well. I was such an asshole with spelling when I was a child because I was really good at it. Like, I couldn't kick a football in the right direction to save my life or the lives of those that I loved dearly. But I could spell idiosyncrasy when I was six. Weird. Well, clearly I wasn't that good because I couldn't spell reindeer. But that's that's what made me get so... It was a very humbling experience because that, that's what made me get so stubborn about it because I thought I was right about it all the time. And uh, I was wrong. It was a, it's a good age to learn that you could be wrong. And it all went downhill from there. And then when I got to secondary school, a, a boy in my class was like... Have you heard about the word anti-disestablishmentarianism? And I nearly passed out from excitement. What was that heavenly sound you just made? I'm still. I still need to learn how to spell. Chanfai pochwingrich gogerichwindrabach klantasilio gogogoch. That massively long Welsh village name. I think that was right. I haven't said that in a long time. I know it starts with L-L-A-N. That's it. Anyway, both male male and female, both male and female deer can grow antlers. The only species of deer to be able to do so. And they can grow up to 1.4 meters. The antlers can, not the deer. Deers can get bigger than that, I think. That is crazy. Gosh darn. Oh my god, look at his antlers. They're so big. Hubba hubba. What is my mind doing today? Oh my god. Um, Can I remember all their names? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Comet, Vixen, Penelope, Keith, Quentin Romero, Rudolph, There's more. There's more, isn't there? Um, 
Donner and Blitzen. Yeah, Donner and Blitzen. There we go. Oh, there's one more. There's one more. It's, it's the one I always forget. Nathan. <laughs> well, I don't know what my mind just gave me a random name then. Nathan. Um, no, what is it? I can't remember what it is. Cupid. There we go. I always forget Cupid. Sorry, bro. Also, I remember going to one of those... Uh, Oh, God. I remember going to one of those really dodgy Christmas markets when I was a kid. And, um, like, the... You know, like, the ones that have, like, Santa, then he barely has a beard, and the fake snow is, like, cotton. Probably the same material as the beard is made out of because the budget didn't allow for real snow. The reindeer they had... Oh, God, it's so bad. It's the most depressing thing. Were donkeys with cardboard antlers <laughs> and you know what do you know what like I don't I don't mind that because my family was always used to you know making things work and it would kind of add a bit of charm to it when it's not the real thing but you kind of make it work you know like Lisa Simpson's Idaho outfit in the in that episode where they have to dress up as a country for the uh school not talent show but like fair world's fair i don't know whatever they're doing i can't i haven't breathed in like a minute <gasps> um <laughs> the sentence just carried on uh yeah what, what i do mind is people making people pay through their noses their very cold noses for a braying reindeer i mean come on <laughs> mummy why is the reindeer making that sound Oh, he's just sick today. He's had too many carrots, darling. Nothing that can't be fixed with some Christmas spirit. And by Christmas spirit, I mean cold hard cash. Next. 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 Um, what other Christmas songs are there? Frosty the Snowman. Let's do Frosty. Let's do or Snowmen. I know that's... Uh, it's festive enough. It's festive adjacent. <laughs> it's interesting, I think, that there's, there's two schools of thought when you think of snow characters at Christmas. So if you're more America-based, you would think of Frosty the Snowman. But if you're more UK-based, and probably other places too... I, and I don't mean to exclude anyone, anyone's country here. I just don't know. But um, that we we have the snowman, like the like the. Can I? How high can I go? We're walking in the air. Oh, I have no voice. We're walking in the air. That one, um, like the really old school one from like the eighties. I think it is. I mean, well, everyone knows that song, right? So maybe everyone does know the snowman. It just always felt like a really British cartoon. Oh, it did come out in the 90s in the US, so there is that. Hmm. Yeah, let me know about that. Let me know about that one. But yeah, Frosty, Frosty the Snowman. Wow, actually predates the, the British Snowman by 13 years. 1969 it came out. 
I did not realise it was that old. Actually, I've, I've never seen it. But I imagine the song is from that, right? Hmm. I realise I said earlier that I've now seen all the main Christmas films, but I haven't seen Frosty the Snowman. Lying on Christmas, how dare I? How dare I, honestly? Oh, well, no, the song is way older. The song came out in 1950. Are we just... <laughs> Are we just going to keep going back? Like, going backwards? Oh, yeah, the, the book was actually written in 1732. And the original lyrics to the song were actually written by Jesus. Right after he was born. Yeah. That's why it snows at Christmas. Did you know that? Now you do. And then, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was actually written by Jesus' dad. Yeah. What was his name? What was his name? <laughs> not, not God. <laughs> the other one. Uh, <laughs> the mortal one. Can you imagine, like, just forgetting the name of God? <laughs> oh, my. Wait, who was that guy? No, uh, what was it? <sighs> what was his dad? What was his other dad's name? Oh, I don't... Oh, my God, that's so bad. Steve? <laughs> Steve and Mary? No, that's my friend's parents' names. <laughs> oh, Steve. I'm actually drawing a blank. I have no idea what his name is. I'm going to have to Google it. This is so bad. No, Joseph. Oh, my God. Thank God for that. Joseph wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And he, he, well, he, they rode into Bethlehem on a donkey, right? That's why he wrote it. Because he thought the donkey was actually a reindeer with a red nose because he got duped at a Christmas market, which wouldn't have existed before his son. So, okay, maybe there's a plot hole there somewhere. It was just a donkey with a cold. That's why it had a red nose. That's what they told me at the Christmas market, anyway. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I think I need a festive drink. Oh, do you remember those, um, those, like, slushy maker things? Not slush puppies, the, um... What, they were called Frosty the Snowman, weren't they? Or am I mandalaring that? I bet they weren't. I bet it was, like, Mr. Ice or something like that. What was it? Oh, split the difference. Mr. Frosty <laughs> is what he was called. I never had one. It was always just on the list, but I guess... guess I was just never good enough for Santa. But yeah, they were really cool. It made little, like, slushy snowball ice cone things. And that always reminds me of the, um... The Abominable Snowman from Monsters, Inc. Oh, actually, no, that's offensive now, isn't it? The Yeti from Monsters, Inc. Hey, I made more snow cones. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Well, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna move, not forwards, not backwards, kind of sideways. I want to kind of full circle round to what I was talking about earlier, before I leave you with a, a little um, festive poem, because I th I, th I feel like this is. Um, 
I feel like this is important to, to talk about. I want to bring family into the festive kind of chat now because um, it seems like the two are pretty much synonymous regardless of which holiday you celebrate. Family is a big part of it. Which is a lovely, lovely thing in theory. Um, it is so, so, so easy to get swept up in everything, encouraging you to spend time with family and it being a time for love and a time for cheer and blah, 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 blah. But I wouldn't be doing what I feel is the right thing if I didn't throw in like a little reminder that this doesn't work for everyone. I'm always trying my best to be authentic here and I know I, like the main intention is to keep it chill and easy and light. But I also, I want to be honest um, and sort of recognize that, you know, family and familial obligation often has some less than healthy tendencies, especially around this time. And um, the reason I want to talk about this is because I've just had my hair cut, right? Which sounds like a very weird segue, but I promise there's a point. Um, it's pretty short now, but it used to be like long and curly. If you follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you'll have seen it. And I, I went into a shop the other day when I just got it done. And the person behind the counter had the exact style of hair I would have gone for if I didn't decide to go short. I was just getting annoyed with it at the moment and everything in my life at the moment, it's just getting in the way for, um, so I was like, I'm just gonna, gonna, gonna go short for a bit and just not have to worry about that. But they had uh, this dark, dyed mullet it looked awesome and they had like a really short fade at the sides and the sides were dyed red so so cool and so i told them that as i was buying my can of monster can of monster and monster oh my god I've just, i bought a can of monster and i bought monster munch huh anyway um i yeah i told them i told them it looked really cool and their response was like yeah i really like it um, it feels really me. It'll probably piss my family off at Christmas, though. And I thought to myself, and I, I, I thought to myself, there must be so many people of all ages who have to hide or suppress who they are because of some obligation or just to keep the peace. And that can bring up a lot of questions in the mind of that person and a lot of conflict in the mind whether it's you know whether it's dyed hair or whether it's gender or viewpoints or like you know inner work and growth that you've done or really anything to do with identity and expression there seems to often be this expectation spoken or unspoken to revert to this status quo around that kind of festive time which is not very compassionate or loving. And I, th I think a lot of the time families don't even realize that they're doing that. It's just, they don't realize how being, how like uh, damaging being locked into these rigid mindsets can be. Um, 
you know, these festive times are all times for acceptance and kindness and openness. And if that is not around you in the way that it perhaps ought to be, I would highly suggest just having a couple of things to help carry you through. <laughs> Something maybe like, you know, a, a bit healthier than just white knuckling it or, you know, breaking down. Or blaming yourself or beating yourself up, you know, all these like defense mechanisms and coping mechanisms that we had. So I'm going to present you with a couple of things to, yeah, to, to help carry you through. These aren't foolproof, but, you know, they can help ease the conflict in, in, in your mind and in those situations. I think a mantra of some kind you can repeat to yourself can keep you can keep you tethered to you especially if you feel like you have to mask the real you at times knowing and reminding yourself that it's amazing that you've grown and you want to be and you know you want to be true to yourself having the mantra or even a, like a little token or something physical that you can keep near you or you can hold can keep you tethered as well you know like they do in inception that whole thing it's stuff like this that it's not only letting you know that you're honoring your true self but that you're letting it know that it's not a bad thing and you're keeping the, your reputation with yourself afloat rather than letting it get um squashed down Sorry, not the most eloquent way of putting it, but you get it, I hope. And and I think the most important thing is the belief that you can give yourself permission to take some time away to yourself and for yourself. You owe yourself that kindness and that consideration. It's the thing I always say, take care of yourself and be kind to yourself because you should never feel guilty about it. And by doing these things, it may give you the peace that you need to be able to notice some good moments that may come from these festive times rather than missing them because of being in this kind of less than desirable state where you are just tense all the time. And this may sound like obvious stuff, but when we're in this state of fear and tension and anxiety, the most obvious things can completely escape our grasp. So I'm presenting you with it here. So you've got a little reminder and I hope it helps in some way. So with that, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to wish you a wonderfully, wonderfully good festive period. And I'm going to leave you with a reading, a chill reading of... A wonderful festive story, poem, thing. Twas the night before Christmas. To bring a nice chill end to this festive episode. And I wish you the most wonderful new year ahead. That more than anything is full of growth and progress and love. And yet remember that any day is a good day for a resolution, not just New Year's. 
Whenever you want to make a change, make the change. Please do take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. And I will speak to you soon. Okay. Have a good one. Here is Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wandering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh with eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath.
he had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave to me no, I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good 